Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Level's going to be? Yep. I can, okay. see, I can see it right here. Oh, okay. So, we're recording. I'm with Randy Long. Randy, you just shot a great, great weekend. It was a good weekend, yes. Thank you, Wendell. <laughs> we're at the uh, the USA Archery State Outdoor, um, it's the outdoor State Championship. Yes, it's yes. 1440 round. It's uh, 36 arrows at... Yeah. Uh, now, I shot shorter distances than you guys did. You shoot 90, 70, uh, 50, and 30, and I shot 70, 60, 50, 30. So, yeah. Uh, but to be fair, you have a lot of records in this in this field, in, in FIDA. Yeah, I do. I've been very fortunate. Uh, <laughs> a lot of state records. Yeah, I have uh, I have all the, six, uh, the 50-year-old, the 60-year-old, and all the 60 to 70, I guess. I know, it's amazing. Yeah, and I set two new ones, I believe, today. Yeah, <laughs> set yeah. new We're all, like, super giddy. So <laughs> for everyone that uh, is listening, uh, a bunch of shooters, myself, Mark Rubio, um, Darren Cavea, we're, we're all watching you shoot because we know that uh, the very last section of shooting today was the 30-meter, the and you could only afford to drop six basically yeah you can only afford to drop six points uh or granted you have the record yeah but you're going for you know yeah i wanted a record wanted to get it yeah yeah we were all sitting on our hands and watching you <laughs> <laughs> i amazing. had a, everyone was so kind today I had a lot of pats on the back and and uh you know it was a it was a good round yeah it was a lot of fun so randy tell, tell me about were you nervous at the at the 30 meter you know, I wasn't because I have shot a 359 at when in the in the in the 50 to 60 year old, and I feel like I can do that. And so when I got below that today, I just sort of relaxed and finished because my goal was to either shoot a 59 or clean it. Uh -huh. So you knew you could do it. I I can do it. What about um? How about before then? I would if it were me then. I guess I would be nervous at the 50 meter. Were you nervous at the 50, or were you no. feeling confident? You know, I wasn't nervous at all because um, I was just shooting. You know, the the record sort of just come. I wasn't necessarily shooting for a record. I was just trying to shoot good shots, and then it is what it is. That's that's incredible. It's I've been hearing that a lot lately. That the guys that do really good are the guys that aren't thinking about. They're not thinking about the winning score. They're not thinking about doing their personal best. All they're, they're focusing on is breaking good shots. Yeah, and when I have thought about how well I'm doing or what position I'm in or what I need to do, then it seems like I'm adding pressure to myself. Mm -hmm. So I just try to clear my mind and, and just shoot one arrow at a time, and then it is what it is at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You yeah. said earlier that you weren't getting nervous because you were thinking about your shot, a shot that you've been working on. Yes. Hey, uh, can you share that with? Uh... Yeah. What I I have been doing a practice routine. I use a I'm shooting a, a five spot target, and uh, this seems sort of simple, but I just started at ten yards, 
and I'm shooting the small arrows and I said, you know, I've got to shoot a 60X here. And, uh, you know, the first couple 10 yards, it, you, shoot, you shoot your 60 arrows. If you get it, you move to 11 yards. Mm -hmm. And then if you get that one, you move to 12 yards. If I don't get it, then I shoot it over. And uh, in doing that, it's really, I, I realize that the only time I miss is when I don't shoot my shot. And so uh, I just am comfortable with just shooting your shot and uh, I keep all my focus there, then I let the results happen. Uh -huh. well, what is your shot, Randy? What, like, can you walk us through what your shot is? Yeah, so um, I don't really think about my grip so much. I just, you know, that's become automatic. But when I come into full draw, um, I'm shooting a hinge. And so I will settle into anchor and then I just relax uh, my, my back, my right side of my back just a little bit and allow my right elbow to slide back. I mm -hmm. get the sensation of movement in my right side as I relax into the shot and at that time it'll click. Uh -huh. So now I've sort of established that movement and then I'll start aiming and then slowly allow my uh, right side to slide back until the bow fires. It's, it, it's uh, hard to describe, but it's nope. really... It's so uh, to me, it reminds me of, uh, I've tried something very similar after watching, uh, I think it was Toya shoot. Granted, she shoots a button, but she, if you ever watch her elbow, and maybe it's not the same sliding motion that you're doing, but mm -hmm. it almost looks like she's drawing a line behind her. Mm -hmm. And it, it, there's a lot of, um, I think she's using that movement to get that, you know, release to engage and get that confident, like, I'm breaking right here. Right. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's just it's relaxing and allowing it to happen. Because sometimes when I'm trying too hard, I'm all tense, and then I can't get the bow to fire. You know, I'm all locked up. I have the wrong muscle. I'm using the wrong muscles. And uh, so if I, by after I come into full draw, if I allow that right elbow to slide back just a fraction of an inch, then it's then I've set that... Um, motion in place to where then I can just sort of finish up the shot. Uh-huh. And how and often I, are you doing your, like, you know, you said you're shooting the five spot target. How uh -huh. often are you doing that? Um, I will try to, I will shoot a little bit every day, but I shoot that every other day. That's awesome. Yeah. And I've just started it recently. I've just gotten back to it. I did it years ago. Uh-huh. And I think I got that from, uh, you know, someone who, uh, there's been quite a few people. I don't think I have one original idea. But I've gotten a lot of great ideas from great people. And Lanny Basham mm -hmm. has talked about a training technique like that. And uh, so, you know, he's, he, he's a rifle shooter. And he talked about when he was in the marksmanship school, the things he had to do, the repetitious training that he had to do. And so I've, I've just done, sort of modeled some of my stuff after that. Did you want to talk to I don't want to I don't want to Bogart Randy here. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing a little pick up little tidbits. Oh, little here. tidbits. So you've won this before. Mm -hmm. you, are you extremely proud? Are you extremely happy today? I'm happy, you know, I'm happy, but you know, uh uh what this is a question that I have on a list that I've been asking people. What is your proudest moment in archery? Proudest moment? Well, 
I think the bet I won the uh, field nationals as a senior up in Darrington, and when you're shooting the national, that was that was probably the best moment, a moment that really changed my life. I had been working really hard uh, to to go to that event, and that year that I went was the year the NFAA dropped the age level from 55 as a senior down to 50. Mm -hmm. So there's a five years of guys would come in. Mm -hmm. and I was really preparing hard for that shoot. And uh, so when I got there uh, on the first day, I shot very well and, and I was in the lead. Well, on, on the second day, everybody groups together. And uh, to make a long story short, you shoot five days. And by on the fifth day, I was ahead by four points, four or five points and we were shooting the animal round. And the animal round, to be honest with you, isn't one of my strongest, strongest rounds. Me neither, it's yeah. tough. But we got shooting that, and about halfway through, I had lost my lead by about four points because I was just tight, and I was just missing a tiny bit. I was, I I, and uh, I was shooting against Keith Swanson. He and I were battling out all, all, all weekend, or all week. And we had run into this group of young adult shooters, and they were slow. And, uh, and, and Keith's a great guy, but I could feel his frustration when we ran into them. And I said to myself, you know, Randy, I know you've been preparing this for a long time. I know you really wanted to lend this, but you're, you are giving this away. And if you're going to go down, don't go down like this. So I said, so I looked at my quiver and I pulled out another arrow and I said, I'm just going to relax and shoot my shot. And it was about a 53 yard target shot. I hit it and he missed. And you could just, in, in my, I could sense the, the change in energy right uh -huh. there. And uh, we finished up that round. I picked up all those points that I had lost and, and won by the same amount that, that I had gotten behind. So I finished a point or two higher than what I, started the day with and it was all the preparation and mental training that I had done that saved that day you know so I, I would say that that's my proudest moment of, of shooting I have shot you know I shot Cascadian a couple years ago and I shot two down on the first day and two down on the second day and that was a great performance you know I had it, it was just in the zone I couldn't miss <laughs> so there had but but honestly the nationals that event was grueling and it and it was it was a more important win uh-huh it's, it's a national event yeah it's gonna bring all the the serious killers yeah to play you know yeah it, it, it was it was a great it was something i had really wanted for a long time i had set a goal for it and i was very fortunate to that's so cool so you said your mental training had kind of prepared you i imagine you saw someone you, you, you know getting frustrated you're like that's not going to be me I, i'm not going to do that um, you know, you'd mentioned uh, Basham. Is there anyone else that you referred to for uh, Larry Weiss? Uh -huh. When I first, you know, I have I have shot a bow. I am 63 years old. I've shot a bow since I was five years old, and I was always the majority of my life. I was a I was a good club shooter, and I was a, a bow hunter. And in 1997, I said to myself, you know, I don't want to be on my deathbed and never say that I, I just gave it all I got. So I said to myself, I'm gonna forget everything I think I know about archery and I'm gonna go get, go get some coaching. And I went to uh, see um, uh, 
trying to think of his name. He's a national coach. He wrote a book called uh, Idiot Proof Archery. Uh, anyway, he had a class here in, at Wilderness Archery in uh -huh. Roseville. And I went up to him and I said, I said, uh, if, I said, can you answer a question for me? I said, hey, I, if I'm driving a stick shift vehicle and you have two lanes and you need to go across these four lanes of traffic, I said, how is it that, you know, you have two lanes going left to right and right in front of you, you know, they're all, they're going left and then the far lane, two lanes going right. And when you're driving a clutch vehicle, you have to, at the right time, step on, you know, release the clutch, step on the gas and go through and you can't stall that vehicle or you'll get broadsided. Yeah. I said, how come I can do that every time, but I can't hold the pin on the spot? What is wrong with me that I can't hold the pin on the spot? He said, because... That's the perfect analogy. For what we do yeah he said because you are shooting your bow in your conscious mind and you need to learn to shoot your bow in your subconscious mind mm -hmm. and and he said when you work that clutch it's just you're not thinking about your feet you're thinking about I need to go now it's like when you go and pick up a cup of coffee and you have to walk a, down a couple stairs and up another to deliver it somewhere you don't think about all the steps you take you don't think about uh, you know, anything, all your, right. you know, you, you don't think about spilling it. You know, all you're thinking about is you, you're, all that stuff's automatic. And, okay. and he said, you need to learn to shoot your bow in your subconscious mind. And so you, it takes a lot of, lot of practice, a lot of shoots, thousands of arrows uh -huh. to learn to shoot it in your subconscious mind. So you're not, all you think about when, in, when you go to execute a shot is aiming. Uh-huh. I would imagine that's the one thing that I, I've just been listening to is like the importance of repetition. Yeah. Like, like you, you do repetition over and over to hardwire this stuff into your body and then your brain starts plugging in wires where it's like that was good that was good mm -hmm. you know do that you know you're gonna do that again next time and it, it makes perfect sense what you're doing is getting that into this you're hammering it into the subconscious yeah and and uh, yeah and it's just a mindset and I think Lanny Basham is he has the best mental training that I have you know mm -hmm. ever uh, ever learned about you know and so he, Larry Weiss I, I went uh, you know I started with that first gentleman I'm sorry I'm drawing a blank of his name right now then I, I wanted to learn back tension mm -hmm. so Larry Weiss came out here and he gave a, a school on back tension and so because I used to there would be times when I was shooting a, a trigger I'd miss the whole bail I'd flinch so bad and miss the whole bail and so I, you know, learned back tension and shooting oh. back tension from, you know, Larry Weiss's book, uh, um, uh, gosh, I should have prepared for that. Uh, That's okay. Core Archery. Uh-huh. Great book. You know, great. I think I remember seeing the cover of Core yeah. Archery. And, and Lanny Basham's is with Winning in Mind. Uh-huh. And, uh, but yeah, you know, so I have gotten, you know. I, I learned from those guys and Larry he's been out here a few times and he's stayed at my house and I've had extra time to spend with him you know in the evenings and stuff uh -huh. great guy so, so you started shooting a hinge I know you shot a button right yeah I shot I just went I, I have played back with a button but when I shoot a button I set it to where my thumb goes up onto the frame and the button is tucked back into my Thumb. Right, the pocket between yeah. your thumb and, and index finger. Yeah, and so I shoot it. I try to shoot it like I do my by my like hinge. hinge. Yeah, and also I'll I'll just start pulling through my shot, and then the the pressure builds against the trigger, the, the button that's buried into my thumb, and and then it fires. That's that's how 
after I went through my little punching phase in Fresno, <laughs> I started doing the same. And, and what I noticed was I got a real, it's like a gentle, it's like a gentle version of back tension. Yeah. It's not really serving me lately, but I like today I went back to the hinge and I was like, oh yeah, this is a good feeling again. And I noticed you're shooting a hinge also. Yeah. Yes. Do you shoot yeah. a click or no click? I shoot a click. I, it's part of my shot timing. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm shooting the ascent. Mm -hmm. You know, with the two two moons, uh -huh. and so I come. I I, I I really like that because I do like to, the ability to time the click and then time the fire point. Yes. Yeah. I really like that. It's when okay when you come into um when you come into anchor, where, where do you uh, like you know click or yeah where do you click at? Exactly? Okay, the click happens. I come into anchor, and the click doesn't happen until I do that little relaxing extension of my right elbow as I completely come into full draw. That point is where the click is, and it started the the motion that I will follow through with to get the bow to fire. Uh, that's the beginning of execution. Yeah. Right there. That's, this yeah. is going. Yeah, well, yeah. So my shot is broken down into an offense and defense. The The defense part is the first half before the click where I, I, I come into full draw, I settle my pin into the spot, and I, and I make sure that I don't have too much, I don't have any extra tension in my left hand so that the pin floats. And I make sure that I and not have too much tension in the right half of my body to where I can't get that extension. And so as soon as I feel it's clicking, then I know now it's an offensive shot. Now, now I'm perfect. buried, my whole focus is downrange, and I'm just pulling through the shot. And I have never heard anyone describe their shot as offense and defense, but it is the perfect analogy for a really good confident shot. It was like, like I've done all this prep to set up for a good shot, here I am, you know, engage, you know? Yeah, because otherwise you let down. You know, if you aren't, if you have too much tension to where I can't relax my back, I know it's not going to fire right and I'm going to probably hit low, you know, because I have too much tension in my shot. Mm -hmm. So today, like you said, there at the end, all I thought about was just, hey, just shoot a nice, relaxed shot. It is what it is. And, you know. Yeah, you were shooting mean groups too like yeah it was a good day <laughs> it was a good day it was a good day you're such a humble guy on top of it it's one of the coolest things well you know i've had a lot of bad days too so i uh, you know <laughs> you don't forget the bad days <laughs> no it's just you know it's uh it's one of the things that i think everyone loves about you you guys the wilderness guys mm -hmm. you're like humble killers yeah you thank know? you so, thanks yeah i, I was i always like, I, I'm a guy that does not live any life of regret at all. I never say, like, oh, I should have done this or I should have done that. But the one thing I do regret is not getting to be your outlaw partner. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> in, or in Oregon. <laughs> yeah, that was not that. Yeah. And, you know, it is what it is. But you hopefully know. we can shoot together in the yeah. future. Yeah, I'm sure know? we will. Yeah, I'm sure we will. But that's awesome. I, I, yeah. It's just awesome. I, which, another thing that's really cool about you furthering the bar for your record like you have a lot of records, but you're continuing to like cement these records like a little deeper every time. And you know, Mark's talking about, well, you know, I'm gonna be in that class in a minute. I'm gonna try to go after Randy's records. This is yeah. great, because he's just gonna, yeah. okay, Mark, you're gonna have to jump this high now. Yeah, well, you know, it is good. And I, you know, you sort of feel bad when you lose one of your records, but I don't think anything less of the guys, you know, that I happen to get their records, you know, it just, right. it is what it is. And like Doug Rosin, you know, he got all the state records, I think this year, 
I had quite a few of them for field, uh -huh. and he he uh, eclipsed those, set new records this year, and um, so uh, you know it's a good thing. You yeah, know? I I liked uh, the idea of kind of like a camp, like a, for the lack of a better term, like a fight camp or a, a team. Yeah, the whole thing with you know I'm very proud of Northern California archers because. You know, we you know, hear a lot about California archers. You hear about like Montana archers or uh, or uh, Washington archers, you know. But Northern California or just California archers in general, I have a good. We got a lot of good guys. We do. And you guys, you Mark, uh, you know Alex Mueller, you guys all push the bar and you all say like, come and play and let's all be this good, you know. Well, I, you know, I think the thing about one of the things that's really helped that is the outlaw archers yeah and that and, and you know before the outlaw archers we had an informal thing or they had you know where we would we've had something like that before but they really cemented it when they came up with the outlaw archers uh, organization and randy tucker i know he has other people helping him do it but they have really put a lot of thought into their handicap system mm -hmm. they have done a very good job at um setting that up and running it you know it's 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 a great organization, and it and the handicap system takes guys who are very good amateurs, 900 type shooters, and gives them those extra points that they they can get to compete with great shooters like you. You know, when you're shooting your best, you know what I mean. That handicap system can take two yes. 900 guy, 900 average guy shooters, and give them ability at the end uh -huh. of the day to, to be competitive. Yeah, and and that then builds archery. It helps. Yeah. All aspects of archery. I, I'm a very much a product of the Outlaws. Like, mm -hmm. I, when I first started, Outlaws was the thing that, you know, Emerson was like, you got to shoot the Outlaws. Yeah. You know, and so uh, that handicap system was the thing that I used to gauge, am I getting better? You know, mm -hmm. am, I, am I losing a handicap point here? Can I lose one here? Just like golf. Yeah. You know, yeah. I shoot this handicap. I, I would identify with that number. Right. You know? Right. And so I am you know, very much a fan of Outlaws and yeah. for that very reason. Yeah, and it's a great organization. I encourage anybody who wants to be better to to shoot that, you know. I always tell, you know, because I do get to, uh, uh, the opportunity to help a lot of guys and I tell them, you know, some of the best things that you can do to get better is, you know, participate in something like that, but also, you know, shoot with the best shooters you can shoot with. At any tournament or any event or any club shoot, See if you can shoot with the best guys that are there because you'll learn something. Everybody, every top archer that I know will share any information that they have with right. anyone. They're right. just the nicest people. Who, and if you're ever struggling with something, they'll give you a few tips of how you might be able to. That's very true. It's, a, it's almost like there are no hidden secrets in no. archery. Mm -mm. Everyone's always wondering, what's the, what's the secret recipe right. that I need? And everyone's so forward with, or what's the word, forthcoming with information yeah. because there is no secret recipe. It's hard work. It's hard work. It's just hard work. I can give you the formula, but you got to walk the, right. you yeah. got to do the walk yourself. That's it. That's what I always said when I was younger and I was really, really, really after it. When I wanted it bad, like when I went to the Nationals, I said, you know, you might beat me, but you will not outwork me. Yes. I, I would take off work at three o'clock and I would be shooting every day. I wanted it so bad. And that's it too, you gotta want it. Yeah. And you know, if you don't, it's okay too though. You know, I mean, archery, 
there's some there's a place for everybody in archery. Mm -hmm. It's a great great sport. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know yeah. what? I've never seen anyone so willing to help other shooters than him. Then Randy? <laughs> I know. He helps all of us. <laughs> no. Number one. Absolutely. Number oh, he's one. helped all of us. No, no. I mean, and, and lots of people have helped me. Like I say, I don't think I have an original idea, you know. <laughs> I mean, but I've learned a lot from a lot of great people over the years. It's yeah. Been yeah. Different, yeah. Uh, different year well, let me see. I hope I, we're not down. I hope we're not getting drowned out by this mic here, but yeah. But can you tell me about the, your setup, Randy? Uh, shooting a PSC Focus. I'm shooting it at about 28 and uh, about 28 inches. It might be 28 and 8. I'm shooting gold tip Pierce arrows, 120, uh, 400 spine, 120 grain point. They're cut at about 26 and 3 quarters inches, I believe. Did you do anything, do any crazy tuning on those arrows? I have played with all the different types of tuning, group tuning, uh, you know, uh, uh, like we talk about um, torque tuning, I've, you know, but bear shaft tuning, uh, I've, I've always liked that too, but um, yeah, I've done a lot of that stuff, but um, you know, I've had mixed results, so I just, you can sort of, I, 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 want, I want a forgiving setup, mm -hmm. you know, and you can tell, uh, I have been shooting the, um, this year, I've been struggling actually. Uh, I, I, about, about 60 days ago, I, start, I, start, I, I started getting back into a good practice routine. You know, I realized I was getting, I was letting up on my practice, some, some fundamentals. And so I started back, going back to what made me successful before. And, um, and, and it's working really well, but I look for a forgiving setup when I'm tuning, you know, and I, and I can just sort of feel, you know, if you shoot it and it goes in, or if you just didn't shoot it right, but it still went in, you know, so, but I do all the tuning things and get it as best I can. And, um, and then sometimes even though you, it, tuning is sort of constant, you know, I'm always fiddling with it. So I might start one point and then, and then it evolves. I'm always wondering, is this torque tune right or is yeah. shot, you know? Well, I had torque tuned one one time and it was so good, I was able to, but then all of a sudden, and see what I do to judge my tuning or judge any kind of change is I shoot, I have, I'm fortunate to have a hundred yard range in my backyard. Uh -huh. I have the Reading course, I have scorecards made up of the Reading course, of, the, of, of uh, Fresno, of, um, Nevada City, uh -huh. and so if I get bored, you know, but when I'm shooting those all the time, I'm shooting scores all the time, mm -hmm. so then when I make a change, I'll go out and shoot again, and then I can judge the same, because I have a base level, you know, I know what I'm shooting, so then I make a change, and if I go out and shoot and I don't score as high, then I have a, then I know, well, maybe that didn't work, because I, I had my torque tuning, and I had it to where it was, I could torque it crazy, and I'd still hit great, but then, my groups got bigger, my regular groups got bigger, and my scores weren't quite as good. Uh -huh. So I'd move my rest back to where I had it before. Well, you know. So, and I don't know, you know, I, I could be doing things wrong, but I nope. just said to myself. That does make sense, because I've had where I thought my group, or I tortune like mm -hmm. beyond good, mm -hmm. and it, it didn't seem to help me. If anything, it hurt me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, my, my groups weren't as good. It wasn't quite as forgiving, sorry. So you said you had a baseline. I take it that means you shooting for score yes. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I now there, yeah, there are times I don't because I want to try something new. But other than that, I'm always shooting for score. 
that's that's super. I important. shoot field rounds. I love shooting field. I shoot field rounds all the time at home. Yeah. I shoot, um, and then I shoot the the different scorecards that I have of the different places, and then I have spots. You know, I I scan them all so I can shoot orange dots or field or hunter face dots. Uh -huh. And all I do is I cut I I print them and glue them to cardboard the and just shoot. You know. I, I think. Is Mark Rubio. Oh, it's Mark Rubio. Hey, They're going to call your name in just a second, Randy. Yeah. We can just leave you mic'd up. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think it would be super cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, did Rudy come up and, and work with you yeah. at one time? Yeah. He was telling me that that was one of the biggest yeah. positive influences for him. Yeah, well, Rudy has gone a long ways from there. He has really stepped up his game. And mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, but I was able to help, you know, quite a few you know, Rudy and, and other really good shooters in the beginning a little bit. I love helping people. Uh, yeah. It's just amazing, man, that, you know, you can do these accomplishments and at no point are you trying to, like, keep someone else from accomplishing the same thing. I know it sounds weird, but there are guys out there that are like, oh, don't threaten me, you know. But, yeah, I, I know what you mean. But I, you know what I found in archery is none of the great None of the people I've ever tried to get information from or help has ever, you know, I feel like they've always been honest with me and shared everything that they could, Yeah. you know, and I do the same thing because, again, I can tell you everything, but if you don't, I can tell you everything that I know that makes you great, but if you don't do the work, right, you're not going to beat me anyway, you know, so, you know, and if you do, you'll motivate me. Mm -hmm. you know to get better myself that's what i i just told that to uh joel you know joel yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah he shot a great score last week yeah at cougar mountain right yeah he 19 i think and he said hey he goes, i owe you a huge thank you i said you don't owe me a thank you man yeah. i didn't shoot the bow for you <laughs> i didn't tell you how to practice for it you went out and did it yeah you know yeah. so it's i don't know it's yeah. super cool i i think we also have a lot of humble shooters guys like joel guys like you guys like mark you know yeah. I think being humble is one thing, and then being hungry is, yeah. is the other thing. Yeah, I mean, you still want it bad. You know what I mean? I can still, like I say, you know, when you're, when you're training and you, when you set a goal and you, you got to really want it and you got to do whatever it takes to get there. Yeah. But you can, you can be a nice person getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, every time they say first, I'm like, oh, here comes Randy. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually a while before they get to the old guy's class. <laughs> the old guy's class. Yeah. So, you're not going to shoot Oregon this year? No, I don't. I got some other things I got to get doing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start focusing on hunting and, uh, yeah, probably take a little bit of a break. I've been shooting hard. You know, we yeah. shot Redding last weekend, the state field up there, uh -huh. and uh, we've been, you know, shooting hard this year so far yeah big time yeah. it's kind of like um covid stalled all the good events and then pushed back when we're going to kick everything off and now we're kicking off all these events right right, right. it's getting hot Our next yeah category yeah. Is yeah. Women. so after in hunting place, are you gonna 16, take a stab at indoor yes yes i am i really you know the thing that made me uh you know i have shot some we you know, some good indoor events i remember todd's event you know the uh -huh. he runs over there i won that one year and i was so proud because i got in, into a shoot off at the very end with ben hobbs someone who i've admired and and and, and someone who i've just totally respected he's just a great guy and 
And uh, and I think I, I was very fortunate to win that that mm -hmm. day, but I really think it was because I was working so hard. I was really strong, and I think I think Ben just got a little tired because you know. But because other than that, I don't know how how it ever happened. You know, to to shoot side by side with him. But I shot a 300 that that last end, and and then we got into a shoot off, and it was just uh, that was awesome. It, it was so great. The, um, Austin was but saying I, that I do want to get back to the indoor though. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Austin was saying it's like so rare that you. Oh, well, I mean that for for guys like me and him, it's rare to shoot three hundred in competition like at the shoot. Our next category you know, is yeah. it's always like two ninety nines getting you to the ball, and right. then you're gonna start right. shooting off. Right. Didn't uh, did Ben win Vegas at one time? I won't. Wouldn't be surprised, but I don't know. I don't know. I know like, he's. He's got like legends. Yes. Oh, yeah. Behind him. Yeah. As I was coming into, you know, I as an adult, I, I was like 40 years old before I really started shooting hard and serious. Uh -huh. And then back then, ran Randy Raglan was the man. He was like kicking my butt. I, uh, you know, I remember when I was shooting pins, I could never beat a butt. I could. I mean, I shot some great scores with pins. You know, I'd come in with a 914 and he'd shoot a 915. You know. Yeah. Shot 14s and 15s uh, of pins. Oh, Buck is a great pin shooter. Yeah. Jesus. But and then, but when I went to freestyle, it was Randy Raglan and you know Ben Hobbs. But uh, Randy and I were amateurs, and and Randy he he was a great field shooter, boy, just a great uh, great field shooter. Yeah. So, but yeah, Ben, you know. Is this the Randy Raglan that is now cornhole yeah. aficionado? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Randy. <laughs> That's the Randy I speak of. <laughs> oh man, it's so cool. Yeah, um, uh, I'm super excited for indoor. Exactly. Yeah. I hope to come up and mix it up with you guys a bunch. Yeah, yeah, I want to get back into that. The, oh, that's what it got me into. My practice routine has inspired me to get back to that. You know, yeah. the practice routine has really made me know as I move back those different yardages with my little arrows, I say, you know, I can still shoot this. I sort of lost a little bit of confidence as I got older, you know, here I am 63. And I said to myself, I started believing that I've lost a step and I surely have, but uh, I need to fight it a little harder than I have been over the last six months. You did just outshoot a bunch of us, <laughs> younger guys. It was a good day, yeah. <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. My my wife absolutely loves you, oh, and I know you. you probably, I think you just met her at the, the our wedding. Yeah. But I talk about you a bunch. Yeah. So my wife loves you. She loves Mark. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you guys are like some of the few guys she lets me run out and play with. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody in archery, most everybody, is such great people. Yeah. 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 I feel very fortunate. Yeah. And uh, man, I'm just, I'm just excited to see what next year holds. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. And you, you're not planning on retiring anytime soon. No. No. Good. No. <laughs> No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for as long as I can. Excellent. I'm yeah. intending to pick up a handicap point here or there with having a baby, yeah. and then maybe I can be your outlaw partner. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they'll let us next time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got to do a little more planning. <laughs> oh man. So the only other questions I have, Randy, how did you approach the the very beginning of this event, looping all the way back around? We shot 90 meters. Mm-hmm. It's almost 100 yards. It's just, it's, I believe it's 98 yards, right? Yeah, and I only shot 70, though. 70. My furthest well, okay, distance. Okay, so even 70, though. It's 75 yards, right? Mm -hmm. 76 yards. Mm -hmm. how, did you, how did you approach that coming in early? There's a slight amount of wind here. Yeah. Same deal, just working your shot. Well, I did switch 
recently to my Pierce arrows from my um, ultralights, mm -hmm. uh, and I went to 120 green point, uh -huh. and I I went to a black dot, a smaller black dot, which I really like to aim with on the feet of targets. Mm -hmm. And can I ask, what do you normally use for a, a dot on safari? I'll shoot a I'm shooting the ultra view. Mm -hmm. the, I just got a new ultra view site, and I am shooting a green fiber. You know, it, it, that light system lights it up to where I don't ever have an issue. Uh -huh. However, I do like to just to shoot the black dot a lot of times too, even uh -huh. on the safari targets. Same. Yeah. I run black dot on everything. Yeah, I really like it. It's sort of translucent a little bit to where I can still see the target that it will be exactly where I want to hit. Uh -huh. You sort of see through it. So. What's your focus on that? Yeah, I, I really like that. So I, I vacillate back and forth. That is one nice thing about that UltraVue is it has cartridges in there and you can just switch out any. Uh -huh. Any system you new want, lens, yeah, new, it's new pin. yeah, they're right in the center. You know, the pivot points right in the center. Um, the cartridges you can have an up, up pin, a dot, or a lighted, you know, fiber. So you went to uh, you went to the dot for the speed. Yes, right? yeah. So that's one thing I changed, and I don't, you know, I've shot a lot of feet. I really enjoy shooting feet. I think, you know, having to focus for six arrows. I know in the beginning. I was shooting it, and then uh, I'd have a round, and I'd go, what happened? I mean, last time I shot a, you know, 1363, and this time I shot a 1330. What, you know, and I'd look at my scorecard, and i go, well, right there, you, lo you lost all your points in, like, two or three ends, you know? So it makes you have to focus for six arrows, and I think it's, I really like it. So I think there, there's, that is, like, an additional challenge, and then there's also, you're aiming at a spot inside there's like the nine ring and your aid you're picking i'm aiming here okay so i'll i'll tell you this uh, story that i've told a lot of people and so this guy you know he's he's watching a father and son shooting and this son is just pounding this target you know great and this guy he walks up to him and he says uh wow your son is so good how does he shoot the middle out every time like that and the guy says well um let's see let me tell you see that barn way over there so there's a barn out there like 100 yards out and the guy says yeah i see the barn he says well, okay well do you see that door on this on the barn yeah i can see that door well can you see the handle on the door yeah i, I think yeah there must be a handle there i'm not sure i can see it and he goes okay well in the middle of that handle there's a keyhole he says, you aim at that keyhole you'll hit the barn door so that's what he said i i told him he says i can't hit a barn door he goes, you aim at the middle of that keyhole, you'll hit the barn door. So on these targets, I try to visualize a keyhole, you know, in the center. Uh -huh. So I don't really look at the dot as much as I look to where I want to hit. Exactly. And so I, 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 I see the center in my mind's eye, and I'm aiming at that I keyhole. Truly, I truly believe that makes us a better shooter for all types. Yeah, don't follow the pin. Don't yeah. follow the pin with your focus. Yes, Focus on where you want to hit. Yeah. And when I won the Nationals, the Field Nationals, I was shooting a hoop, just a circle. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, uh, I went away from it because shooting Redding at those little tiny dots at 20 yards, I, it got in my head that that's why I was missing them, you know. And, uh, but I practice with that sometimes, too. Practice with the hoop? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Domagoy, there's like a, a time where he came to Rebo right before uh, Reading, mm -hmm. and uh, he told, I said, you know, what's the one thing I could practice to get better at shooting? And he said, oh, Fida, go shoot Fida, you'll get better at everything. And my, you know, I didn't, 
I didn't want to ask him a bunch of questions like, oh, why? What do you think? But in, <laughs> what I think is that is why is because you learn to break shots delivered like right where you want to break shots. Right. You have to focus on the middle, and you have to stay focused for six arrows. Yeah. And there's no letting down, or your score will reflect yeah. it. And there's no, there's no like. Uh, swimming out and then hoping you're going to break lucky and right and it also if you practice for it it you really got to work on your your stabilizers your weight balance you know your hold your draw length it's so your draw length is so critical in getting your hold to settle and and your weights and so practicing for this when you can't hold solid and you start tuning your bow and making changes to get it to hold solid you're going to get better all around but this shows that error way worse way more than maybe shooting a field round. You know, mm -hmm. that spot's pretty big most of the time. What kind of weights are you running on your stabilizer? I think I have eight or nine ounces on the front and I have about 22 or 23 on the back. And I shoot a 15 inch bar on the back and a 32 inch bar on the front. You're not shooting a V bar anymore? No, no. I, I, just one bar on the side? Yeah, I just went back to that. I was shooting an Elite a while back and I needed to, for some reason I felt like I needed to, but in, when I set this bow up, uh, it, I like the tr yeah. more traditional right. bars set up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I'm sorry, you said it was uh, how much on the front? About, about eight or nine ounces, eight or nine. and then and 22 or 23 on the back. Right, so, that's pretty, that's very similar to what Mark has. Mm -hmm. uh, not, not too far off, I think it's a little more on the front. Is there anything that you're going for in particular? Are you just seeing what... Um, hold, my hold, you know, my... During uh, aiming. Yeah, my aim, I want my pin to not move as much as I can, you know, mm -hmm. as much as possible. And that that ratio and draw length and shoulder alignment and, you know, just that's what I work for. It, it all comes together. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I like to, for people to know what you guys are shooting weight-wise. It's not like they can just go out and throw that on. No. And, oh, here we go. It's magic, you know. I was talking to a young guy today. I come out here and help the the kids in the Joad program quite a bit. And one of them, you know, he's, he was talking to me about that specifically today. And I asked him, you know, what is your pin doing? And he goes, well, it's not, you know, it's just sort of moving all over. And it's not necessarily dipping or anything, you know, like a dip bang or anything. And he's not... Because I you know, didn't know, do you need to add weight? Do you need to take weight off? But he hard, he only has like three or four ounces on the back and a couple on the front. And uh -huh. so I said, well, we probably need to start adding, you know, a couple ounces in the back and one on the front, and let's build you up a little bit, you know, there. Yeah, and let's see what happens to that pin float. Yeah. As we start doing yeah. That. Do you run a different weight setup when you're doing a thumb button? No. Same same deal. Because because it's the hold I'm looking for, and the hold isn't much different. Uh, my D loop is slightly a different length for the head length on the uh, yeah on the release. to adjust for the release, so I can't switch back and forth very easily. But I, honestly, I got I went to that button this year, and I normally don't. I, I switch from it, and uh, I only went to it this year because during COVID I was shooting my hunting bow all year, and I was shooting it. I was shooting my hunting bow really good with the uh hint with the button because i don't want to hunt with a hinge um i can't draw my bow at, you know the weight i drew you know i don't know maybe i could this year but and, and also it's loud you know my my hinges right the head for, will go yeah click, click, click. so uh i was shooting it so much last year i was shooting so good and this year again i was in a little bit of a slump and so i said you know i was shooting that so good so let me go back to it 
But I started developing issues with that that I, that I knew the hinge would take away, so I, I, I went back to it pretty quick. I only shot it for about three tournaments and then went back to it. I could pick it up anytime, but... That's about yeah. where I'm at with my button. I started shooting a goat, yeah. and now I'm like, oh, man, what am I doing? What, what did I do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes so. it's nice to get that, just to break in your brain. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it helps. Yeah, it makes you realize, okay, you just, you need to, it was my back, you know, I wasn't working my back right. I wasn't doing that relaxing. Same. Yeah. Same. I, I noticed with the button, I'm just a little too gentle. Yeah, here, yeah. And not as aggressive. Yeah. You know, I feel like that aggressiveness, for whatever reason, sorts out, makes the bow perform at a 10. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Man, this has been a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah, same, man. It's been. It's, it's been always a great good seeing one. you on top again. <laughs> I know you said you were in a slump, and I don't think I don't think anyone has said anything about you being in a slump. But I think, like Rubio was saying, oh, I like getting him out here because I like, you know, putting a little pressure on him. You put a little pressure on Randy, and then before you know it, he's firing back, and then he's not even thinking about you know, whatever slump or he didn't mm -hmm. say slump, but yeah, I, yeah, I, know I know what he's talking yeah. about, you know? Well, I'm really honest with, with Mark and I are great friends and we talk a lot, you know, and I, I share with them when I'm not, you know, when I'm struggling, I talk to him about it, you know, mm -hmm. and I have been, you know, uh, but you know, that's just part of it. You don't, you know, you, I feel like I'm either moving forward or I'm moving backward. You don't just say stagnant, right? You know, you have to, and I think I got a little bit, uh, I think that over the last, you know, year or two, I've got a little comfortable with my previous um, successes and, and and abilities, and I sort of relaxed a little bit, and now I'm getting hungry again, and I'm working harder again. Right. I, I feel this, well, you know, I have all kinds of things going on with myself, but the second you start to relax, everyone else that is hungry yeah. gets a little closer That's right. or, or passes you. They were outworking me. That's what I said before. When I really wanted it, I said, you know, yeah, you might beat me, but you will not outwork me. Right. You know, you if you get it, you're going to earn it. Mm -hmm. And um, and I lost a little bit of that fire, and I and and uh, I started believing I'm getting old, and and yeah, I am, you know. But uh, I still got some good shooting, you know. I still got, I got uh, it, some. Age is just a number, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you stepped on a lot of us. Well, it was, <laughs> it was yeah, it was a good day. Today. Distance aside, <laughs> you just take our 50-yard and our 30-yard scores. You, you were stepping on a lot of us. Yeah, it, it was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. Well, Randy, we got a lot of good content in. Uh, I want to thank you. You man. bet, man. Thank I've been you. A huge fan of yours. Oh, and you, me of yeah. you, man. I love Dude, the man. fresh breath that you bring to our track. I remember the first time I met you was over at YOLO. Really? We had an informal little get together and a money. Everyone put in ten bucks. Yeah. You drew Mark Rubio that day. <laughs> yeah, I drew Mark. I didn't even know who Mark was, and he was the only guy not wearing a jersey. He was wearing a, a maroon crew neck sweater, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Who's this goofy guy?" Yeah. Well, I remember that when I first met you, but I just you're a fresh breath of air, and I I, I love what you bring to the environment. Thank you, man. Yeah. Well, I just hope that I can fit. You know, I don't want to be anything other than what you guys are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so, it, you this have is a just my yeah. I'm just trying to contribute what I think you guys contribute to the sport already. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're doing. We love you. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. Love you too, man. All right. I, I mean, I. 
you legitimize a lot of the successes I've had in archery. In archery, you've legitimized because you've been there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of it's kind of awesome. And you know, I'm I'm happy to be here to see these great things that you do, man. Yeah. So thank uh, you. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Randy. All and, right, uh, God damn it, we better be outlaw partners soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll work it out. Well, cool. Thank you very much, Randy. All right, man. Thank you. Oh,